we've basically got to, uh, I think as far as we're going to go for now when it comes to what's going to be done in terms of an investigation into foreign interference in Canada's elections. Uh, as you heard, uh, the Prime Minister's office has agreed to have Katie Telford testify before one of these committees. That's the Prime Minister's chief of staff. Uh, we have the mandate for David Johnson. Um I don't know what else we can expect to see. Uh, we'll find out. Michael Cooper joins us now. Michael is the Conservative MP uh, for St. Albert Edmonton and the Shadow Minister for Democratic Reform. Uh, Mr. Cooper, thanks for being here. I appreciate your time today. Good morning. So, uh, yeah, after everything that's gone on in the last week or two and the back and forth and everything that happened in the House, have we gotten to where we needed to get to through all of this? Are we happy where we are today? No. Uh, we need a, an immediate uh call for a public inquiry. That's what we need to get to the bottom of Beijing's election interference, and uh, the Prime Minister has shot that down. Mm -hmm. Uh, After uh, weeks of Liberal obstruction and 24 hours filibustering by the Liberals at the Procedure and House Affairs Committee to shield Katie Telford, uh, the Liberals finally caved yesterday. So finally we're going to hear from Katie Telford, who is a critical witness to get to the heart of a scandal, uh, namely, what did the Prime Minister know, when did he know about it, and what did he do or fail to do about Beijing's election interference? And by all accounts, uh, he's done nothing. He He's turned a blind eye to it. Um, and, just uh, a second. So, Let me ask you about Katie Telford. She was the focus. She's the one that you were pushing very hard to get before the committee. Um, just because she has access to everything that goes in and out of the office, why was she the focus? She is the Prime Minister's Chief of Staff. She's his top political advisor. She would have been briefed alongside the Prime Minister with respect to Beijing's interference in two elections that took place under this Prime Minister's watch. And more than that, she's uh, intimately involved or was intimately involved in the uh, Liberal Party's national campaigns in the 2019 and 2021 elections. And based upon the CSIS documents uh, that have been reported on, uh, the Liberal Party was a beneficiary of Beijing's election interference. So she has a lot to answer for, and uh, it's about time she came to committee. Um, in terms of where we go from here, um, the, the committee that she's appearing before, uh, we, we've accomplished that goal. The public inquiry, while I agree with you, is where ultimately we need to end up. Um, the window of May 23rd for David Johnson to report back on that, that seems reasonable to me. I mean, if the Prime Minister's not going to do it himself, he hasn't at least kicked that all the way till Halloween. Well, uh, with respect to David Johnson, he is a family friend of the Prime Minister, uh, an old neighbor, a a member of the Beijing-funded Trudeau Foundation, and so he should never have been appointed to this position. But uh, with respect to this position of a so-called special rapporteur, uh, this is nothing more than an attempt by Justin Trudeau to kick the can down the road to buy time. Uh, We need an immediate public inquiry that's completely independent. David Johnson is not independent, and... uh, The Prime Minister is using this as just another way to uh, do what he wants more than anything, and that is for this scandal to go away. On the topic of David Johnson and his independence, uh, I've spoken with a number of former Conservatives who have said he's a man of ultimate integrity. Do you think, are you saying that David Johnson cannot be entrusted? Are you questioning David Johnson's integrity to get to the bottom of this fairly? What I am saying is that there is a perceived conflict 
there is a perceived lack of independence from the standpoint that he's an old family friend of the Prime Minister, a neighbor of the Prime Minister at the Cottage, and a member of the Trudeau Foundation. Right. But I, there's also the, the perception is being perpetrated by people like you saying that there's this perception of impropriety when I'm just wondering what grounds that does. How does that lead to the leap of we can't trust what he has to say? Because other conservatives I, I, have said you can't you can't impugn his integrity. You can't. I haven't impugned his integrity. I've questioned his independence or at least the perception perception and 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 that's what i've said i'm I'm not questioning mr johnson's integrity i am questioning his ability uh, in the circumstances to carry this role out Uh, and again i i stress uh that what we need is a, a public inquiry that is independent and we also need the parliamentary committee to continue to do its work. The Liberals have obstructed the work of the committee for the past several weeks, with the support of the NDP, by the way, their coalition partner. And uh, it's about time, as I say, that we we hear from Katie Telford, uh, but we also need to hear from other witnesses. And we also need to see the production of relevant documents, uh, which the Liberals, with the support of the NDP, have blocked. Um, In terms of... An acceptable outcome, like you say, a formal public inquiry. I still believe ultimately that's where this ends up. Short of that, is there any way that this process that's underway right now will be perceived by your party and the people within your party as, okay, the job was done properly? We need to get answers. And so far, uh, what we have seen from Justin Trudeau is every effort to deflect, uh, to obstruct, and uh, to block the work of the Parliamentary Committee uh, to get answers, and uh, and that's where we're at. And uh, the Prime Minister has a lot to answer for, because uh, this is fundamentally serious. Uh, mm-hmm. We're talking about interference in our elections, and it's something that all Canadians should be united in getting to the bottom of. But the Prime Minister uh, doesn't seem very interested in doing it, because it seems like he has something to hide. I think that's a fair statement. Uh, if, if he doesn't, I'm not sure why why the, the heels are being dug in the way that they are. Um, where do we go from here then? Now that you've uh, the mission of getting Katie Telford before the committee has been accomplished, what's next um, for the opposition in the House to try and make sure that this can doesn't just keep getting kicked down the road? What's the next step? Well, we're going to hear from Katie Telford as a, as a first step. Okay. And uh, it's important that she provide answers to the committee. And one of the things that is troubling is that within uh, hours of uh, it being uh, announced that she would be appearing before the committee, thanks to conservative pressure, uh, the Prime Minister's office was saying, well, she can't really answer much of anything. And that's one of the biggest failures of this government with respect to Beijing's election interference is the lack of transparency, the lack of sunlight. The advice of CSIS to the Prime Minister with respect to foreign interference is that it should be a policy of the government to be transparent, to shed sunlight, and to make the public aware of foreign interference. The Prime Minister didn't do that. He kept Canadians in the dark. The only reason we know about Beijing's election interference has nothing to do with the Prime Minister. It it is the result of a CSIS whistleblower and the result of the work of reporters at the Globe and Mail and Global News. And so for uh, the Prime Minister's office to be telegraphing uh, that she's going to come to committee and not answer questions demonstrates that they haven't learned anything, but more concerning is that they are trying to cover things up and um and that's problematic uh, mr cooper thank you so much for being here i do appreciate your time thank you
Thank you. That's Michael Cooper, who is the conservative MP for St. Albert Edmonton and shadow minister for democratic reform. And, you know, I mean, he makes a really good point. And this is the thing that I've been talking with you about over the past several days when it comes to this particular issue is the fact that, you know, this isn't necessarily even about Justin Trudeau. This is not investigating Justin Trudeau. This is investigating foreign interference in Canadian elections, which CSIS whistleblowers and documentation shows has clearly happened. So, the, the the question that I have is why has the Prime Minister been so adamant to not immediately call a formal public inquiry in order to protect the integrity of Canada's elections? Now, I, I'm not sitting here alleging he has anything to hide, he's done anything wrong, he's going to be implicated in something shady. I'm not saying that, but you know, when, when like Michael Cooper says, he, it, it looks like a cover-up, why, why? You know, he, he looks like he has something to hide. Um, that statement can certainly be made because of the fact that why is the re- resistance? Uh, I- I'm not sure. Obviously, there's something that will come to light. I don't know. I don't know. But that's, I think, a fair statement to make. And the easiest way for it to go away is to just be open and transparent and say, listen, we're all here to protect the integrity of the elections. Seems simple to me. Um, it's very political. Uh, everything is. Um, and, you know, both parties are, are responsible for that. Although the prime minister, uh, he, he, he's calling people onto the carpet for making this political and making it partisan. But at the same time, that's sort of been job one for him, in my mind, um, right from the beginning of this entire situation. He has talked about how, you know, it doesn't need to be. It shouldn't be, in fact, a political and partisan situation, but he's the one that keeps talking about it. So uh, I, I think he's right in that regard. I would I would be thrilled if we could all just sort of drop the ongoing, never-ending political fighting about this, because to me, it rises above that. We've talked about this a bunch of times on the air, right? We don't need to get into a situation where we're arguing in... in trying to point fingers of blame here. If everybody's on board at the same time, let's just have an open and transparent discussion to make sure that our elections are intact. But this is what the Prime Minister said yesterday after saying, okay, Katie Telford will testify, but then he got into this. One of the things is that this is an extraordinarily serious situation, despite the attempts of the Conservatives to make a partisan circus out of it. Uh, we demonstrated today with the appointment of Mr. Johnston, who's a uh, former General, Governor General, who's going to be doing his uh, work with a clear mandate uh, to dig into all aspects that Canadians are asking questions about. That's where the answers are going to come. We know that at committee, when we heard from ministers, when we heard from the National Security Intelligence Advisor, top uh, security officials. There are, unfortunately, many things that can't be said in a public committee. Now, the Conservatives are trying to uh, gin up the toxicity and partisanship by making political theater out of it and by uh, catching uh, Ms. Telford or others and not being able to answer direct questions. Well, those questions will be answered in responsible ways by the process the former Governor General is doing, by uh, the work done at NSI COP, by the work done at and Sierra, there are enough processes in place right now uh, that we're now focused on making Parliament work. Good. Okay, let's make Parliament work. I think we can all agree on that. Um, but you hear the, the the rhetoric, right? The Conservatives are trying to gin up the political partisanship around this. They're turning it into a political circus and all the rest of that stuff. Okay, they have. And I've been critical of some of the things that Polyev has said and some of the things that Cooper has said. There's no doubt I, I think it's an opportunity missed if you don't just be the sober statesman. 
and keep your eye on the prize and push this through in a in a very serious manner and you win. Um, but you know they've got a little bit goofy for my for my personal taste. Um, but Trudeau has politicized this from day one, right? When you, when you talk about this being a partisan issue and you're the only party that is resisting this, I mean, when you have the Bloc, the Conservative, and the NDP all on the same page and you're resisting, if it's partisan, you're the one making it partisan.